This is LPGOB. Listen up, children. You are listening to Fem House Radio. I said, listen up, children. Say hello. A wonderful night is made as much by the dancers as the music. <laughs> Got it as much by the spirit of joy in the room. House Radio. This week's guest, DJ Sabira.
Please do not be alarmed, remain calm. Do not attempt to leave the dance floor. The DJ booth is conducting a troubleshoot test of the entire system.
is DJ Sabira, hailing from Long Beach, California, and born with spina bifida, has always been surrounded by music since birth. Is multifaceted DJ, disability advocate, creating for her legacy one day at a time. Her tenacity and undeniable strength and determination have connected her to be a part of Golden Voice, Selection, Accessible Festivals, and more. She is for the people, always standing up for unheard voices and marginalized communities. As major brands like Nike, Diesel, and Coachella have welcomed Sabira with open arms, she is determined to open doors for her community. So how you doing, fam? Let's go, let's go. I'm good, fam, I'm good. Well, the way I found out about you um, is through one of my homies, Ash. Shout out to Ash. Um, because of Shout your out work. to Ash one time. Yes, because of your work that you do at Coachella. Um, so can you tell us about like your disability justice work and like how that interconnects with festivals? funny it came from essentially just like me DJing and doing shows you know shout out to Selection for giving me that that huge huge step in the festival world like my very first festival was the Selection Festival 
so that was yeah that was a good one uh like year two but um you know um I was always going to festivals and stuff. That was a thing. Like once I got addicted to going to shows, I got addicted to going to festivals after that. You know, from there, the really awesome folks at Golden Voice who do Coachella, who run Coachella, reached out to me. They thought I would be a really good, like, not just advocate, but like a really dope consultant. You know what I mean? And it, they would, you know, they just wanted to do something really awesome for the disabled BIPOC community. And I, I loved the idea where I came in is I just wanted to take it a step further because I used not just my situation at the time, but like, you know, friends and family situations that also had disabilities and things like that. And it was just like, you know, what do we do after, you know, after the festival, after this concert, are we going back home and going back to a situation where we're stuck, where we feel stuck, right. you know, how do we change that? Because that's kind of the main thing, you know what I mean? It's one thing to go to a concert, have a good time. It's another to get an opportunity from that. And a lot of the opportunities that I've ever had came from going to those shows. It was kind of a no-brainer to me. It was just like, of course, we got to do something, you know, because when the disabled community has to rely on not just healthcare but care in general from people, that care isn't always reliable. A lot of the times it's on someone else's time. And not to say that it's, you know, necessarily the caregiver's fault. It's just... The circumstance, you know what I mean? It's, you know, your caregiver also has another job. It's like, what do you do? You know what I mean? My end goal was to fix that, to change that situation where it's comfortable, you know, for folks in my position. You know what I mean? When they're just like, oh man, I live in this apartment. At the time, I was living in a, an apartment. I was on the second floor and there was no elevator. You know, like my dad, my family members would have to take me up and down the stairs just to get out of the house, things like that. So I wanted not only my situation, I think, but like my other family members' situations to change. So that was kind of, because um, I had a cousin in a, a similar situation and he had to rely on people 24-7. So I just wanted that, those situations to change. So that's why, um, that's how the festival and uh, the, the advocacy, you know, interconnected. Because I never really saw myself as an advocate until like, recently to be honest yeah. with you because I was like you don't want to follow me kids you don't want to you know <laughs> what I mean but then it's like now I understand it I think at the time I just I didn't feel like I was ready yet you yeah. know what I mean and now that I have a better understanding of what that looks like I'm like oh okay because it's not like that was an example you know people like like Amani Crutches of Spice you know what I'm saying people like Jillian Mercado Lolo Spencer you know what I mean and, and people like Jen White Johnson you know what I mean? People like Jess Chung, all these folks, you know. I don't want to speak for them, but they were the people, at least for me, they became the people that I know our community needed. They became those examples that none of us in our community ever had. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm -hmm. Like like even Lachi, like shout out to Lachi. Um, she's a really dope Grammy nominated, Grammy award winning singer, songwriter, um, blind black woman who runs this company called Ramped. Really amazing thing. It, shout out to Ramped. It's basically a, it's a collective of um, just folks in the industry and it's a way to get um, the information out to different labels and different companies to find and hire disabled artists mm. as well as like disabled industry makers. I love um, that. But you know, all of these people, I say that to say all these people are the examples that we never had. My understanding of what an advocate looked like was completely different than what it looks like now. You yeah. know what I mean? 
Um, so yeah, that's why I kind of signed up. I realized, you know, the opportunity was bigger than me and, uh, it had the potential to change a lot of people's lives. So I went for it. Thank you so much for just like sharing your story and also just like the ways that our industry is failing, like our folks who are living with disability. Yeah. Um, and so yep. if you if you had to like tell folks that are doing music or wanting to break into the music industry that are folks that are living with a disability, what would you want them to know? I'm going to quote my sis. So she's part of my team that she consistently like tells me. Her name is Carrie Gray. She's amazing. Um, she has a group called the uh, Named Advocates. You got to see the big picture in it all, you know? I would, that's one thing that I would tell my community, especially for those, you know, with a disability and are talented. You got to see the big picture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your situation may be what it is now, but that doesn't mean it needs to be that forever. But yeah, so, um, yeah, shout out to, shout out to AEG, shout out to Golden Voice. Shout out to Golden Voice team, first of all. Shout out to the A plus team, my family, my A plus family. Um, shout out to Carrie Gray. Shout out to Kieran. Yes. Peace, y'all. Thank you.
So I tell him it's one of me, he making fun of me His girl is a bum to me, like that boy is a cap Saying he home but I know where he at, like But he blowing her back, think about me cause he know that it's fat And it been what it been, pulling his phone like yo send me a pen Look at my shit cause he know what I'm on, but when he hit me I'm not gonna respond But I don't sleep enough without you, and I can't eat enough without you If you don't speak does that mean we're through, don't like sneaky shit that you do Let us know where you are listening from. Hashtag Femhouse Radio.
Mm-hmm. 
Femme House Radio. 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 Radio.